Hi there, Randy Green here. Let us continue. This is the continuation of the first podcast, Collective Consideration. And when we talk about full disclosure, as I already mentioned, uh, here just giving a little bit of further explanation. Two reasons. One is that, um, as I said in the beginning of the other podcast, I have now created all of the material that I can think of that takes the step ladder process from the old spiritual teachings and the different ways of uh, information systems that's been granted to humanity, let's put it that way, from different groups that are here. Uh, the complexity of what it means to be a holographic, energetic, conscious being, uh, existence, uh, type of life form, whatever you want to call it, race, species, human, humanoid, it, it doesn't really matter. These are just human terminology or our enclosure type of terminology, we could call it that. Uh, there are the different steps that those of us who embark on the journey to regain our multidimensionality and our true consciousness potentials that we are instigating for ourselves. And we're the only ones that can do so. We can, as I talk about in some of the different councils and some of the decisions that are being made uh, to avoid not doing the same mistakes as some of the humanoid groups in the hierarchical technocratic worlds of dumping what we have got here other places because then it's just you can think you can you can think that through as well if every system is just dumping what they can't use that is unwarranted and dysfunctional in other systems then you can figure out eventually the, there will be more systems that holds what we call a lower progression rate and dysfunctional genetics and distortion energies than actually progressing dynamically uh, evolving species so of course that's not a long-term solution you can do that once you can you can shovel the, the 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 what do you call it uh, the turd or the poop around but at, at some point yes it will break down somewhere but it if if the the progression rate is lesser in the overall universal structure and nobody's taking responsible responsibility for their own progression rate and their ability to transform energy as they should do so that is part of the laws of the universal cycles we are part of then either you're forced to one create your own parallel universal matrix which some of the android races have done and that only lasts for so long because it needs infusions. It, all forms of energy, every whatever construction you have, needs some kind of infusion to keep going. Otherwise, it will just go into crystallization. It will create distortion, and then eventually it will dustify. So everything kind of needs an infusion of consciousness units or some kind of life principle that keeps it going. And that's the whole purpose of working with the transformational uh, processes of energy using consciousness, because consciousness is technically the, in the previous universal cycles, it was all about energy units and creation of space and sense of self. Let's just simplify it that way. And as that came to be the understanding how the sense of self uh, incorporated the processes of alteration dynamics of how to work with reality energies to unfold what we call complex information systems, these complex information systems imbued with awareness, awareness is tec technically a sense of self, began to, to merge into a new configuration that created what we could call consciousness. Consciousness is an interaction principle between energy 
uh, awareness and reality configurations that learns to work together in a trinity structure that constantly will progress itself into situations where it will do a leap, where it will do a leap that lifts it to either a higher potentiality or to a lower poten potentiality, where it will just define turn into to, to nothingness. So it is this awareness and energy and reality in the previous universal cycles that work to create a, a, an eternal principle that would continue but not go into regression, that would not go into crystallization and begin its downfall. So that's that process. So if you understand that's the laws of the previous universal cycles, then you understand the laws of these different groups that are working uh, under the surface to self-orientation. And why it is that way? Because they're stuck in the old ways. They have not completed their cycles. They have not got to that, aha, perhaps if I actually make this uh, the the reality field and awareness or sense of self and uh, the the way that I utilize these principles within the reality dynamics and I get to the understanding that actually if I do this for the highest good of the many then I will I will leap into some kind of synergetic next level understanding of how actually to exist in a space, to be a, a being and have a sense of self or an awareness in a manner that actually not just only is, is uh, profitable for me, but also serves as a purpose to assist others in reaching the same. Aha, we can do this together. And if we all work together, it's like you have this bluish, energy in a dark space that suddenly begins to work together, create uh, patterns and create connections. And then all of these connections begin to work together. And then the pattern is no longer fighting each other and crystallizing and blown to pieces, but begin to work together. And the entire pattern will then begin to swirl and technically create a spiral. And then will begin to accrete a completely different type of dynamic and energy and the energy potentials will unfold in a new manner. And that's where consciousness began to spark to life. And as we discovered that, that was where we had the first group of what we call humans that discovered that, that whoa, we can actually work together. Then we create this golden type of nuggets of something that just keeps burning. It keeps transforming. It's like a sphere in our, we're in our hands. I'm going back in some old memories here, looking at that sphere as something we pulled out our energies into. What's that? That's new. Our whole holographic energetic network changes from this bluish white configuration. I'm here struggling from my own survival inside space, conquering and using crafts and technologies and what have you. And everything was based upon technology and the and it was just a cold, deep space and unpleasantness. It just got more and more rough and more and more. And as we reached the end of the cycles of the 10 universal cycles, where we had all just done all of the stupidities you could think of that some of the groups that are here still doing, because they are just doing the old ways. The rest of us that shifted into this universal structure with that golden light orb in us that kind of began to develop what we call a heart field, a new type of awareness that were 
yeah, I've done with doing things for myself. I would actually like to do something that had what we could say a grander purpose of just maintaining myself as an existence, but actually goes in and say, can we, can we do this something with change the world in a specific way? Can we progress the, the reality fields into something where this golden energy will become more prominent? And that golden energy, because it looks like that, when you hold it in your hand, it looks like a little orb of swirling, or like if you take the, the, the star or a sun or anything and put it, and not even because that's that's kind of orange, golden, kinetic processes, electrochemical processes, you can't even compare it to that. But that golden orb of that specific type of energy unit that suddenly had imbued awareness in it, but it was also transformational and it expanded and it kept progressing. When you're looking at it, remember when I had my first orb, I created that one, it's like, whoa, what is that? It kept creating it kept swelling it kept changing itself and in that i could see all of the knowledge i had all the complexity rate i had all the things i'd experienced i could expand it out and see how it connects to the holographic energetic network of the universal structures and then i could see new potentials of okay i can actually use that knowledge for that and for that and suddenly i could begin to expand my awareness into other levels of the universal structures with that kind of golden orb and that's what consciousness is the ability to expand your your awareness, your sense of self as part of a reality where you imbue transformational processes and the knowledge you already have into new levels and new types of awareness that then no longer just goes in with the ideas of maintaining myself as a being and conquering and taking and and thieves and thugs and what have you, but the whole the whole group of of, of awareness that goes into the that the worlds and the cycles that we're part of are actually could be an expansion field. It's no longer just about my home. It's about that I can stretch myself out to be part of the entire universe. And that's what consciousness can do. And those of us who spilled over, that was uh, the majority of the lineages of the previous universal cycles, we had, we had had that what we could call inbuilt synergetic leap. Those of us who began to build the heart field, we began to do sciences and say, okay, we can actually use this. Can we connect even more? Can we take what we now naturally have created as the, 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 the peak of these 10 cycles of awareness, reality field, and, and being a life form and learning to administer what it means to be a life form in a space and, and develop the knowledge of how to be in a space and exist in a space. So with that understanding, when, because if we go further back in the universal cycles before the 10 universal cycles, where I think there was six or eight or something, then it was just being space that was being developed. And there it was not about, and, but prior to that, there were other civilizations that had reached a peak and then it goes into a low and then it goes into a peak and then it goes into a low. So there are these different ups and downs, like a sin curve of different forms of consciousness and energy and awarenesses and what have you that changes all the time. And the new thing for us was this consciousness, as we call it, this golden orb, imbued with knowledge that could expand into the reality field and interconnect with it and create a sense of self, both within form and outside of form. 
Not that I would say, oh, I want to want to have a son as my form. That's the, the esoterics. They say that that's possible. Of course, it's possible. But for me, that that would be kind of yeah. Anyways, I see no purpose in that. But I do see that civilizations that are together in the network of consciousness, they together become the logoi of that reality field. So it's not one person that becomes a logoi because that's for me that's humanoid. That's again one person, one consciousness on top of something that creates an environment for everybody else to adhere to the laws and the rules of that one consciousness. That's humanoid. That's that's creating a God. So a God says, I go in and I am the Logoi or the soul of this sun. And I am emitting my consciousness potentials as heat and warmth from where I create a solar system that other people can thrive in. So you thrive in my body as part of my consciousness, which is what the LSA Bela material says with the Logoi. And that just, that's just another way of rewriting God and rewriting source. And no, thank you. I'm cool. I don't need to be a part of a cube that tells me that that's the cube that administer all reality fields because it's not. You see, that's, that's when we talk about the progressive civilizations, we, we understand that it's a reflection of who we are, all of us, as a team, not as individuals, as a team. So it's not about royalty, elites, and these kind of things. And councils are for all of us. Every citizen in a reality field can join the councils because we are all working for the highest good of the many. We're all working for the joint effort of developing consciousness more so, so that instead of having these what we call third cycle types of units that belong to the previous universal cycles that were so imbued with war and sense service to self and sense of self in a manner of self-preservation and saying, well, all of that, that's just a kind of limited uh, narrowing. It's, it's kind of, it's, it's collapsing on itself all the time. But here we have a consciousness potential that can expand all the time and progress and change. And along with it creates worlds that are not in, in, in darkness, but actually goes in and become worlds of light. Let us put it that way, where expansion is, is common, where expansion is what we thrive within and what we seek. And we understand that the laws of this expansion, the laws of this progression, these dynamics that creates that beautiful golden consciousness units that can be stretched out in beautiful sequences of filaments of codes that are holographic and holes. Every link, little single unit has the full potentials of that reality because it had touched all of the code streams of the network behind that reality and then have it in that little orb and then make it part of us so that we fully understand what the reality that we are part of, what it means to be part of that reality and have that awe and and respect for the world that we are part of and saying, wow, this is not just about my survival anymore. I'm not using space for myself. I'm no longer exploiting uh, self and others and reality and what have you for my own preservation. But actually I can go in and, and flip it around and say everything I have earned 
in my work with energy, everything that I am, everything I have developed, everything I have progressed, I can actually uh, influence the whole world with this, the reality feels I'm part of an other world. And I can bridge into other civilizations that have had the same aha, suddenly doing that synergetically even began to produce consciousness. And these are what we call the spiritual advanced civilizations. They understand how to work with the sense of self and awareness in a reality to create that golden orb type of energy that can expand out and become part of the network, rewrite the code systems of the previous universal cycles and create a completely new type of awareness that we call consciousness that goes into this consciousness permeates all holographic energetic units of all realities where we become part of reality instead of just having a vessel inside the reality we become part of the reality reality becomes part of us so the cycles and us becomes one we're no longer segregated or separated by space and organic vessels as self and otherness we are unified in the isness of what is so that we can have a sense of self definitely a selfness but we also are aware of the otherness but we understand that the selfness and the otherness and the isness are interconnected so what we are others can become too and what others are we can become too because we influence each other and that's the aha that's the foundational idea behind consciousness progression is that understanding that we strive to develop further that new type of consciousness energy configuration how can we create holographic energetic architectures that are now built on the sciences of this new type of energy imbued consciousness functionality that has grown out of the previous universal cycles and that was what the pillar project was all about that's why we divided into different pillars how do we work with this what are the sciences about that and that's why i feel that i'm equipped to do the transition sciences as well as some of the material I put in the whole academy because I go back and say okay what was it that we came up with what was the transformative energy system that we invented so that we could produce more consciousness and what we could produce more of that so that the whole worlds and we and everything began to have these expansive dynamics instead of the spherical dynamics of the previous universal cycles that were limited and they could only blast or they could they could collapse and the wars were all about the fear of the blasting and the collapsing so we would be on this weird balancing between uh, what to do and at the same time having that foundational here we could literally say fear of non-existence and since we didn't know what was prior and we didn't know what would come after because our sense of self was so rudimentary that we didn't understand how we actually impacted ourselves and others that was part of the learning process as we grew out from being just energy energy units into actually be self-aware and then understanding that we were in worlds and we had a form and that we were selfness and an otherness and all of that discussion and not understanding that we actually were in the middle of something that was 10 times more important and the awakening into that that was the cycles that was what we went through the previous universal cycles and if you ask did did we go for those of us who suddenly began to create the heart field was it something that we chose no it actually came by accident like all great inventions they come out of the blue because suddenly an, a, a larger group of beings had begun to change their ways 
We were a group that were beginning to look at all of these wars. I was one of them beginning to look at all these wars. And it was not because I was a little noobie who gives a whatever kind of warrior, <laughs> not at all. So, so it was this, I had just come to this realization as after being through so many wars and I could just see how it all. So I began to really, when I was not just taking the war, one war at a time or the situation or what was going on or battling this or that or defending or whatever, all of these kind of things with very, very advanced forms of technology. You have no clue what we were capable of doing. And they were, they were an extension of our physical form. They were an extension of our awareness. We, we were not operating it with little joysticks and what have you. They were our expanded version of our physical form. We changed our organic vessels into crops. It was simple like that. But we also discovered that all of this, this uh, transformer abilities in a way were, were, uh, we were a group that just came to the to the point where we were looking at each other and just saying, this is pointless. And that was the breaking point because we, we were a group that agreed, we became a collective that agreed, this is enough. We are individuals. We are not one, but we are working as one. We begin to join our different aware awarenesses into a field that is a pattern where all of our individuality is taken in. And of course, we had begun working together as groups to take over other groups and segregate and uh, you know, the dynamics of them and us and these kind of things, self and otherness, but as a kind of uh, working against each other fighting to to using whatever was there to keep ourselves alive. Our group was better than the others, you know, that group dynamic. But this group, we looked at each other and we were from many different uh, groups that came there. There was this, um, how to put it this way, reality, consciousness principles, consciousness realms uh, or group realms, collective realms. That's where I want to go, collective realms. They have the synergetic leap. There is some potentials due to the law of the cycles that has to be played out. It plays out again and again and again and again until certain groups begins to do something differently. They begin to understand that if I do A, then it leads to B. They begin to create cause and effect. They begin to create an understanding of that, that when this happens, then that will unfold. And in the beginning, it's like we're doing with science in our rudimentary primitive world here today. Science is doing the same thing. Oh, that when we put that one in, then that effect will come. We call that physics and we're saying that this and we can make algorithms and we can calculate these are the dynamics, these are the mechanics, and this is how it works. But what changes reality is when you understand, as we were beginning with the quantum principles, and that was snatched away as quickly as it just came in. But when you begin to understand that what is changing these dynamics, what is changing reality is the observer, is the one that's interacting with it. Not via machines, but a direct interaction. And that's what's been taken from us. And that's what those of us who are doing the progression sciences, we are to get that back in movement. We are to say, well, we have done it before. It's already imbued into a holographic energetic architecture. Yes, it's sealed off from us. And yes, we need to break down the seals. And yes, we need to get out of the sociogenetic uh, programs and all the different kinds of simulations and artificial uh, uh, reality programs that we are constantly pushed into in our way 
awareness on artificial timelines via replicates and what have you that are constantly using our true consciousness potentials in all sorts of uh, genetic programs that are being a, a, a huge production for other groups and not us. So we are not uh, gaining what we could say our original potentials. Whatever we are doing is not coming back in flow to our physical vessel. It's being harnessed and used somewhere else as producing electricity and not really getting the benefit of it ourselves, but it's kept being taken from us and put into different timelines that are not really ours to administer. So the awakening process, of course, is long and difficult. And that's what the whole academy of the sciences I've made there is. This is what first when you say, I want to go somewhere. Then you need to figure out where do you want to go and what is it that you want to achieve with where you want to go. It's not just about the journey itself. Of course, you need to know what the journey should be about. As in, you need to plan a little bit, have a little bit of idea how to get there. And that's what the whole academy is about. That's the sciences I have made there. So it's not spirituality. It's not about the typical wake up. It's nothing that you have encountered out there at all. It's completely dissimilar. It's based upon, for, as I see it, and others will say, the same thing. Oh, it's based upon what we know. Yes, humanoids, cool. But what about the original solar system civilization? And you say, are you sure you're part of that one? Yeah, that's that's a good question. No, but my memories indicate that I might be or at least something different or dissimilar to what the other groups have seeded in as part of the reseeding of the humanoids as part of our solar system under the colonizing races and their attempt to recreate and regenerate their own consciousness potentials using the original civilizations as their battery. And anyway, so point being with the collective and the understanding that the only way we can get back to the original solar system configuration is if the original solar system configuration awareness and consciousness and original patterns and civilizations and our collective sense of uh, progression being part of the solar system as it was originally attended to, intended to, and some of the original purposes of what it means to be evolving species. And that means also to work our way out of the restoration program and out of the lesser progressive units or universal uh, structure that we created to assist the three lineages and, and see it as a kind of, yeah, these lineages, they, they have had their multiple eons and they, they are still they, anyways, point being that there's a lot of discussions that will come of that. This is just background because there are a lot of things that we need to figure out when we get there. But we need to get there. So let us put it this way that to, to get our solar system back into the place where it could do what it's supposed to do under the original laws of the cycles of how it's supposed to be in a system like this. Humanity, those who are part of the original solar systems, as well as the uh, different types of humanoids that were also trying to get from the, I'm talking about humanoids that came from the D8, D10, and D11 collectives that were interested in learning how to do the progression that actually began to, as within their own species that had the genetic flow, there were certain groups within them that also came to this collective realization that then engineered or created that synergetic leap within these groups. Some of these groups were the ones that actually were the architects behind the Atlantean project because they had figured out, okay, this is how it works. And they invited others to come and join them. 
But these groups were also overmanned because they, let's say, they perhaps invited in too many. So the ratio between the ones that had the consciousness and the ones that only had the awareness were this divided that one. The, the ratio was uneven, so they got swamped and realigned back into the old configuration. So when we talk about reality field changes, it's about the momentum of the viability rate of the reality field itself, as in kind of how much uh, um, what we call active, productive, transformative energy units are left there. That's the viability rate, as well as the consciousness potentials, as in how many of this group that exist within that realm have developed what we call the progressive, expansive awareness that allows for the ability to link up to the reality field at large and by that become part of reality, understanding that we are progressing together as we progress, so does the world that we live in. If we regress, so does the world that we are living. That's the new laws of the new cycles. And that's why we are forced to learn to work together. Otherwise, we will demolish one world after another, which was the outcome of the previous universal cycles. And the ones that realized that they became what we could say the group that began to enter into this realm, because this realm belongs to an, a different species. I talk about that in the Souls of Humanity, revisiting my book there, the ancient ones. So we, as we changed, we were then drawn into to realms that allowed for this type of dynamic, that allowed for a different way of working with energy and awareness. We were drawn here. And as we were drawn here, did we invite the ones that didn't have it? Because if we go with the law of the cycles, they technically shouldn't be here at all. But it was this kind of big spillover. And there were some that were left behind, but they were not left behind in what we could say in a positive manner. They were so, they were already so far into their evaporation processes that they were not really able to do the spillover. But they got the second chance when they began to create spaces in here where they also spilled. Anyways, there are different versions of the timeline event. There's the one where we all spilled over. There are the ones where the portions of us spilled over. Perhaps we all did spill. Anyways, that's not, that's again going in, losing the side of the forest for the trees because then we go into nitty gritty details. Point being of this one is that when we talk about our continued a way of doing this, and I'm sorry about the noise in the background, but my little voice recorder here has determined that it will not go into where I can pause it. So you are just, unfortunately, oh, there you go. So anyways, it's, it's a good thing to have a little bit of noise in the background. Okay, so um, where was I? All of these little disruptions, right? When, when that's part of this reality as well. That's part of the Truman Show. And for those of you who have not watched the movie or you have forgotten it, please watch it because you will see the moment that he begins to realize that he is in an arrangement that is being engineered for him. He is in a world that is uh, what we could say tailored around him to give some kind of outcome where everything adjusts to the whole sole purpose of keeping him in the illusion that he's part of a real world. That is probably the best version you can get of what's actually going on here. Uh, I don't adhere to the movie The Matrix, even though that is the transhuman agenda, but it is uh, inaccurate on so many levels that I can barely begin to point out what that is. But it is a typical representation of the technocratic mindset when you do the movie The Matrix.
Whereas when we do the Truman Show, we're actually talking about psychodynamics. We're talking about living organic beings that are uh, creating environment for each other where some are in the awareness of what's really going on, observing it and the social experiment and others are part of it and others are in there as operators knowing what's going on, but still there because they see to their own benefit either as a kind of they get a payout for it or whatever. So that's more accurate with the dynamics of what's going on in our reality field. Hence also why we got colonized because there were groups within the elder groups, as is called the original humans that were part of a solar system that decided that they would rather sell off this reality to these groups because whatever they were promised, I don't care, it happened. So again, when we go back and say it happened, and as well as the, uh, in your own awakening process, as you discover who and what you are and why you're here, there will be these periods where you will feel remorse, where you will feel sadness. And that's why I can say now in this context where I'm doing history, then it's not about going down the emotional lane of responses to what has played out. That's for each and one of us to grieve. And I spent the first five to six, seven years of my awakening process, more or less crying every day, uh, going through all sorts of emotional upheavals and all sorts of emotional reactions. I can still go through emotional reactions, but that's mostly induced by energetic parasites and uh, reality, what you call it, a holographic energetic reconfiguration due to insertions that comes through what happens when I sleep and what my energy system being used for and how they keep relocating me into different timelines, imbuing me with different types of code configurations that allows for different types of electrochemical responses in my physical form, as well as tampering with my own awakening process, prohibiting it from unfolding and recreating the different seals. So I keep getting separated from our original consciousness potentials, but it keeps bleeding through because that's part of the awakening process. But the, as we learn to reconfigure our three lower fields and keep up that energy that allows for the breaking down of the seals, that breaks down the configuration of enslavement, that breaks down the configuration of being unaware, of being uh, in confinement, of being limited, of being content with the world that's been engineered us. We need to do what Truman did. That's our process. And the world outside, that's the fourth dimension. So that's our process. And all of the processes of denial and realization and anger and sadness and grief and mourning. And it's, it's a full-blown emotional, mental, physical, transformational process from one state of realization and being and understanding the world into something that's completely dissimilar. And then just to discover it's nothing to do with heavens or hell or God or what have you. There are definitely different realms in our reality that might resemble that. But understanding that this we are part of a very elaborated, complex solar system where the different groups that are here, the majority of them are hostile. The majority are not eager to let go of their social genetic experiment. There are reasons why we got colonized. That's within our own group. That's the, the treason. That's the giving over. That's the sadness of our own civilization could revert. The only thing I could say there is that the, the Judas principle, as we saw it in the movie The Matrix as well, where you have that one person that sells off the other so he get 
back into oblivion or get some kind of prerogative or some kind of allowances from the different colonizing races arranging themselves with them or due to the genetic floor or due to the dumping of souls that then gathered together and began to work with the negative groups outside or whatever the dynamics are it all comes down to different types of awarenesses and consciousness potentials and i know it's not about segregation but it's about creating a thought form in you where you learn to say there's mind that's what neural network is processing electrochemical energies that's mind that's just the physical lower type of of uh, processes that goes with keeping an organic vessel alive and then there is the awareness that can either go as a lower type of awareness or a higher type of awareness the lower type of awareness is all physically oriented the higher type of awareness goes with the multiple worlds that are out there and the expansion of what it means to be a living existing breathing progressing being and then that is awareness could go into do two directions it could go into conquering progressive so so, sorry conquering regressive uh, self-oriented uh, uh, prerogative allowances jurisdictional hierarchical me against all of the others because i'm better than anybody else service to self-orientation or the other one where we go into the understanding of that we are all interconnected not because we are all one but because we are living in the same reality field and if each and one of us are working in ways that are detrimental to the continuation of our reality field it will collapse around us and the world we'll be part of will cease to exist so hence instead of fighting over the scraps perhaps we should learn to work together and those of us who are part of the true human civilization we already had that and unfortunately since we kind of created worlds where we live like that we were not to the degree we should have been observant of the three lineages that didn't feel like that and we got taken by surprise we got a little bit too complacent and the main streak about humanity is the same too complacent too okay this world is what it is this is all there is and nothing else and the awakening process is to discover there is so much more but there is also distortion there is uh, different types of uh, reality field programs that leads us into rabbit holes the whatever when we wake up we just it's not just about waking up to our two potentials it's about waking up to the fact that we have been in oblivion for so long things have happened while we were asleep their entire reality field we are part of is not being maintained the way it should be it has been utilized for reasons for purposes that is detrimental to its own original construction and hence it's beginning to break down it's it's like being out traveling for a long time coming home back uh, back home and and we rented out our house and while we were gone the tenants have just completely demolished everything and we come back and say whoa that's not what they promised or whatever analogy you want to use and that's part of the awakening process and these are the psychodynamics the steps that people need to go through and and i've tried to my very best to give the sciences and the ideas and the whole academy material of how to do this and that's why i begin with the whole new living material where you get some courses for free explaining this in a rudimentary way 
And then you can go into uh, some of the, the basic wake up processes where I also offer you some course material for free, which you then have to get access to. But the real in-depth sciences of how to do the transition, the original transformative energy system, the real dynamics, that's part of the transition sciences. The clearing work that you need to do to get rid of the different prohibiting technologies that keep you stuck in the artificial fourth as well as within the sociogenetic programs and our attempt to free ourselves from these influences that energetically constantly is there. And the energy work that we need to do, we have to do it every day. It's not just about one time then it's done. It has to become as natural as the other processes we do every day of doing the dishes, of cleaning our house, of going to the bathroom, of taking our shower and pooping and peeing. It has to become part of our everyday life because we're not waking up to a pristine world. We are waking up to a world that has not been maintained for a very, very long time as we are seeing it with the pollution, with the environmental issues. Everything around us is showing signs of entropy and that the entropy level, the chaos level, distortion level is now higher than the positive rate of transformational processes that leads to a higher degree of order and a higher viability rate. Our entire world is showing us that the viability rate is getting so low that the groups, as it happened in the 50s, that we don't want here, they are now coming in. And how did that be? Well, that's technically the Orion conglomerate that already began re-engineering our world in the beginning of the 19th century with the different wars and all onward and so forth that were souls that were dumped in here and became part of some of the groups that instigated these kind of, what we could say, technocratically infused wars, because there's always been wars as part of the genetic experiment that's the easy fix, the easy way to get rid of certain groups and et cetera, et cetera, and pull souls out and, and put new ins and what have you. Anyways, I don't want to go down that path here, even though people say, oh, that's very interesting. Yes, but it takes again forest for the trees. What's most important? What is most important right here? The most important thing is that if we do the recreational work of who and what we are in part of our energy system, as well as our physical form, our men mental and emotional fields, which is what I teach in this, the, the whole academy, and we take on that responsibility of reconfiguration and the transformative processes to begin to again produce consciousness as we are supposed to and do the transformational processes of our reality field units. So we have a reality that is able to carry consciousness developmental processes and expand as it's supposed to in the original fourth dimension as it's supposed to. That is the work that we need to do first and foremost. It's not just about finding scientific solutions for new technology or environmental issues via technology or new types of work via technology. It's about learning to, again, using who and what we are as living organic beings that are part of a world that we can influence if we learn to master our holographic energetic structure one more time and remember what it means to be a progressive human, not as in a political progressive human way, but as part of an energetic consciousness progressive way that understands that we in reality are interconnected. And what we do will influence our surroundings. What we are will influence our surroundings. 
there's not one teaching system here that goes with what we could say quote unquote spirituality unfortunately highly distorted but in all of these little distorted systems there is this nugget of that what we are influence the world that we are part of and that's the big awakening aha moment where you begin to realize that there is a reason why most of the first and foremost due to the laws of energetic and genetic affinity we are now so dissimilar to our original civilizations that they can no longer reach us but they can send in drones by the way and they can do transmissions to to those who who have what we call a, a genetic affinity with some of the groups that are out there and that's why i still can attend the councils but i'm in a safety bubble because everything i am is if, if it's it's like they don't want to be in contact with us because our energetic configuration as i talked about when we did the the atlanta or not me i was not part of it but the atlantan project where the ones that had got the transformation they were still not s fully solidified in their reconfigured state so when the old groups came in they they fell back into the old configuration and lost it there because then they became part of a group that instead of actually working under the new guidelines they decided to team up and do the opposite and create something else and then the the group that had invited them in they only had one option and that was either to follow the the mass consciousness or again segregate and then lose completely connection to this and then shift and become a human uh, or a true human again that's another discussion why they did that in the dynamics and for those of you who are part of this group that's your personal process that's your personal myth that you you need to come to terms with the choices you made back then the, why you chose to team up with the ones that colonized our our uh, solar system and and didn't stand strong in your own uh, original ideas and why you fell back and why you regress and all of these kind of things that's up for people to discover similarly as i as as one of the original uh, citizens of the solar system uh, has the remorse and the sadness and all the processes that's part of the perception log that led to the current situation where the, the the amount of time i've cried over that and the, the 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 waste of consciousness the waste of life the waste of possibilities having the to mourn the losses of all of these possibilities of everything that we thought that we had uh, reached and then the whole lpu project again why was that even anyways there are all of these processes are part of the awakening process but that's our personal history as we recall who and what we are we need to do our own grieving over the choices that we have made and what it has come to be and then once we have gone through these very very complex processes including the other one where we begin to look out and see all of the other otherness that is not awakening awakened and don't want to awaken and it doesn't have the potentials for the awakening that's not being affected by the the shift they have not got the call outs it's not coming from within because they don't belong here so the reality field can't connect to them the original science is behind the reality field when it reaches its call out or completion cycle that naturally goes into the consciousness that is imbued in the reality if they have not got their reality field connection the reality field cannot connect to them and tell hey you need to wait 
wake up because if you don't wake up, then I will completely fall apart, and then I will have to go into to what's called pralaya. I will have to go dormant, and then I will do the process where I need to reheal. And uh, you know, say, oh, you're then using an eye on the reality. Well, it's easy to communicate that way, but there are laws, as in we see in nature. You you can just see when you grow your garden. If you grow it in a in a wrongful way, then your crops will will be the yield will be lesser and lesser and lesser. So there are simple laws about how to maintain the worlds we are part of. And our world is sending out all of the signals, not because it has a soul, but because it's built into the construction itself. Hey, you, things are going wrong here. And all of the things that I have as part of this construction is now falling apart. The whole machinery is breaking down unless you as a civilization begin to do what needs to be done to maintain this. Okay, so so that's that's the understanding of the awakening process as well, and that's that's when we talk about the psychodynamics of full disclosure and the awakening process. It's not just about coming home or getting home or whatever. You are home. This is your home. This is where you are. You can't flee from it. You can't run from it. You have to progress yourself out of it. You have to develop yourself out of it. You have to transform yourself out of it. And in that process, transform the world you're part of. And in that, do it for the highest good of the many. As the first of many, each and one of us has the responsibility, not just to cut down our use of electric energy, it's not just to ensure that our carbon footprint is, is within the, the limitations so that we don't get too many greenhouse gases, which is long, that, that train has left the station a long time ago. So all of these, that's, that's part of the next level of work that, that I will begin to look into as in a part of those of us who have done the reconfiguration are now in alignment with our original holographic energetic architecture. And are maintaining that and trying to do an everyday life with that fourth dimensional, other dimensional, multidimensional way of existence, which will demand a new type of what we call civilization, new type of governance, new type of science and what have you. That's the Randy Green dot one website I will move into where I'll begin work as if there are people that have done the transition and are aware of these things and know how to integrate it as part of their everyday lives. So we become the seeders of the original fourth dimension and by that create what we call a positive timeline for humanity at large of the different civilizations that choose to reconnect to the original worlds that are not built upon technology as the main feature that are observant of what it means to be a progressive, expansive, conscious, living life form that is part of the worlds and the laws and the cycles and everything that's there and that we have a huge influencing factor of everything that's there. And if we shit up our own energy system, well, then we demolish the world around us. That's our responsibility. And that's part of the awakening process. So with this little podcast here, this little podcast series, that will complete the full disclosure. And of course, there are many other avenues and there are updates and we have the converging of timelines and there is a lot of more information that can be given out there. But the main purpose of saying this is that if people ask, what's the whole academy about? It's about regaining your original holographic energetic 
uh, abilities, the sciences behind. I'm not telling you what to do step by step. I'm doing the very best I can to do a one fit for all. This is the basic holographic energetic architecture that all species on our planet have. And this is how you can work with it. And then it's up to you to recall who and what you are, begin to work with your own holographic energetic architecture to discover the sciences and the complex information systems that are built into your energy system from where the energy system itself will teach you how to recreate the original progression dynamics that it was already supposed to be unfolding inside this reality. And once you begin to do that, then reality itself will begin to teach you as well. That's part of the principles and the rules and the natural laws of energy utilization, which I talk about in the template sciences. So we need to get the transformative energy system up and running to learn to transform energy again so we can rebuild the connection and break the seals that prevents us from accessing our holographic energetic architecture. And that means to clear out the timelines and the seals and the programs and everything that creates that gap between who we truly are and who we have become. And then merge these two into a unified being where we begin to integrate our original solar system potentials as our original purpose and function, our original capacities, our original sciences, our original knowledge that were built into a holographic energetic architecture. Integrated into this form, reconfigure this form entirely, not because we want to do the reconfiguration and go home, but because we are taking on the task and the responsibility to get our reality field back on its feet before it goes into complete default resetting. And we don't have a lot of time for that. And that's why the different groups that are here have left because the next 10 years we're working through what's called the activation and cleanup processes of the 2-8 pillar that goes with the racial grids. And that's where all of the, the things that the different social genetic experiments, that's that, that's that uh, decay zone that they have created that needs to be activated and clean out. And those of us who are inside this reality field, we will be highly impacted by that. And unless we know how to maintain our energy system, unless we know how to clear these uh, different things that will be imbued due to the activation of the different code layers of the original racial network and grids that were behind the civilizations that used to exist here. And for those of us who are already on this work, we will, we will get a boost of activation. But for others that have barely begun the work, they will activate into all the distortion that will now be amplified by the fourth dimension. And you can do the math yourself. So there's a lot of things that needs to be learned in a very, very short amount of time. And that's kind of what we say, if there is a huge problem right now, aside from all the other things that in itself is, is, is a bit of a challenge, but if we had all the time in the world, then we could say the natural laws of progression would eventually kick in, but we don't due to the low viability rate of our solar system. So we are up against time here, not to create panic or fear or anything. It's just to understand the gravity of the situation. Similarly, as uh, humanity at large are not really in the understanding of what uh, is going on in our world. And not just in terms of, because um, the reason why I'm saying the climate change, we have groups that say, oh, this is engineered. Yes, it's part of the collapse of the original constructions, but it's still a collapse. 
and something has to 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 take the charge of that collapse and and turn it into to a positive turn it into some kind of uh, a transformational process back into the original reality field configuration otherwise someone else will swoop in aka the transhuman agenda or other groups will swoop in and take over a reality field and then it's game over and then we only have one way and that's out and then we can focus on getting out of here. But we need to try the other things first, as in kind of wake up, get back to where our own house, stop traveling around and pretend we don't have responsibility for the house back home, because we have. This is our world. But we are not in charge of it, and we have not taken the responsibility for it. And we are not maintaining it to the degree we should. And we are definitely not playing a, a team here. We're definitely not playing team. Anyway, so with all changes as it did in the previous universal cycles, where when they were in their completion cycles, there will be these small groups that will figure out to learn to play team, that will figure out how to learn to work together. And they will then do the synergetic leap as the first of many for the highest good of the many. And then as always, it's up to the rest if they want to join or they want to go somewhere else or they want to do something else. And at the end of the day, when we're talking about the elevation cycles and the call outs and the way the reality constructions are designed by the ancient ones, there are natural laws that will uh, orchestra what needs to be orchestrated. And it's all up to us, it's our choice as a civilization. Do we want to continue with the different realms and the different cycles that are being laid out for us as a potential, as a possibility, as something we can choose? That's why we have a free will. Or do we want to stay with what we know and what is there and what might work or might not work and will also change and transform because nothing lasts forever. Everything is always in some kind of process of change. It's up to us to decide what kind of change how do we want to address these changes and how do we respond to these changes and what do we want to do with these changes and it's not about having control of something that's uncontrollable but it's about going in and say what do i what can i master what can i transform what is my responsibility to transform what is not my responsibility to engage with as it is now what will be my responsibility later on and how can i as an individual assist in a world of transformation that needs definitely our active participation to get to the point where our reality field either will balance out and get in contact with the worlds it actually was supposed to be part of, or we will let it fall into the hands of the worlds that are not in alignment with the progressive dynamics. And if we choose to do so, well, then it's because the majority chooses so, but then the group of us that do not choose to do so, then it's up to us to get back where we belong due to the laws of energetic and genetic affinity and align ourselves with the worlds that, where we want to thrive, where we want to continue our existence, and then say, well, we have done everything we could to the best of our abilities, under the means and the purposes and the tools and the knowledge that we had at the time. And we can always do better and we can always progress more, but sometimes we can progress for the unity. Sometimes we progress for ourselves, but either way, 
we have to learn to work with our own energy system first and foremost, to learn to work with energy as part of our own reconfiguration, our own upgrading, our own elevation, our own synergetic leap, our own repair, our own undoing of the distortion, our own energy systems and reclaiming our true capacities before we even begin to have the strength and the true insights to how to operate and administer an entire reality field. But you see, the plus side is, as we learn to administer our own reality field, that is our own energy system, our interconnectedness to the reality field itself will then allow the reality field to play ball with us. And then the world itself will teach us how to actually live in it so it can heal as well as we like the individual cells of this world heal ourselves, then the world will heal along with us. And then the interconnectivity can begin again. And then the communication will be in our system from within the knowledge of what to do and how to do it and what would be the right choice and the right way to do it. Because the world itself will teach us what it needs because we have learned how to administer ourselves. So the world will then say, thank you. Now you know how to be an existence in this reality field. Could you please begin to emit that out so I can balance as well? Not that the world will have an eye, but it's easier to communicate it that way. Okay, there's plenty much more to be said here, but again, uh, just so those of you who have listened to this podcast series, you get the last pieces of the understanding of there are many different ways to do this. And of course, it's all up to you. But the, what I have produced in the whole academy, which again, for the third time, I can say I have proudly completed now with the reconfiguration course material. I have pushed it so far I can now there can always be made more. But again, it depends on the collective, it depends on the choices of humanity. And it depends on those who are ready to begin to create a new type of reality, a new type of holographic energetic structure, and do the needed work to recalibrate and transform the energy units they are made of, so that our world can begin its own transformational processes and resume its own original dimensional structures. And then by these moves, this move, these moves and this work, get us back into the original solar system configuration and by that allow for the original solar system civilizations to awaken and become part of the worlds as we were supposed to be and as we were a long time ago. Thank you. <laughs>